Some good vibes from the last time the Packers played the Lions, a 23-22 Week 6 win. Lots changed since then that needs to be not said. The Packers now have the chance to clinch the top seed in the NFC with a win against the Lions. To break down all those opportunities, Jason Wilde joins us now on WTMJ. Afternoon, Jason. Hello. I'm just glad that I remember today was Friday when the phone rang. My week is so messed up, I can't figure out what day it is. Yeah, we're like working on a Monday schedule here already. It's 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 all kinds of messed up. <laughs> so the Packers have a chance for the one seed, albeit they need some help. Likelihood that that happens? Um, Probably not great when the help that they need is for Seattle to beat San Francisco. Now, Seattle has beaten San Francisco once already this season, uh, and they're playing at home, although the Seahawks, confusingly, have struggled at home. Uh, But I don't think it's ever good when you're so banged up injury-wise that you're calling uh, a guy back to play running back for you in Marshawn Lynch, who a week ago was pouring tequila shots in the parking lot of the Oakland Raiders' final (laughs) game. Uh, at Oakland Alameda County Coliseum. So not ideal for the Seahawks, but certainly not out of the realm of possibility as long as the Packers take care of their part of the equation. Jason, uh, the new injury report just coming out moments ago and a little bit heftier than the past few weeks. Uh, Was this just uh, the shortened uh, week for prep against Detroit, or were things a little bit rough for the Packers in Minnesota? Yeah, I think it's probably both. Um, I think they had... um, If this was a playoff game, I think it's unlikely that Jamal Williams would be sitting out and that they'd be taking the chance with Dexter Williams playing in his place. This smacks to me of of a team that's basically being a little more cautious against the 3-11-1 team and with their eye on the bigger picture of giving Jamal Williams shoulder, which has been an issue on and off this season, uh, a little more time to heal. I was a little surprised Danny Vitale is down as doubtful because that does leave them a little shorthanded if he also doesn't play in the backfield. They'll they'll have Aaron Jones, who's obviously going for a thousand yards and twenty touchdowns on the season. But then it's Dexter Williams and, and Tyler Irvin, who is their return guy who also has some running back abilities. I wanted to ask you about Aaron Jones. What's the reaction been like around the locker room and at Lambeau Field to his emergence? I'm imagining people are very excited about him. I think so, and I, I think you know that we saw flashes of it the last several years, and, and Mike McCarthy was very cautious with his playing time, and, and I don't, frankly, begrudge Mike for that because, you know, Aaron Jones has had some injuries. He's finished the last two previous seasons on injured reserve with knee injuries, and so uh, I think we knew he was capable of being special. Um, it was interesting to hear Devontae Adams yesterday talking about how you know guys pick kind of dark horses from the rookie class and that he picked Aaron Jones out of that 2017 rookie class and it turns out obviously that he was very right about his abilities. What about Matt LaFleur? He he is a man of few words, I guess you could say. Have you noticed a change in him at all, maybe even just from a a lightness standpoint, knowing that you're twelve and three, a chance to be thirteen and three. He's already accomplished basically more than any other Packers first year head coach has done. Have have you seen, I guess, a shift in him, or is he just as he says every week, taking it one game at a time? Well, he is definitely taking it one game at a time. He brings that up constantly. One and zero every week. But it's funny that you should ask because I 
I actually sat down with him this afternoon for a little while and asked essentially the same question because, you know, Couch and I had him on our show early on, and I probably didn't help because I was worried because I had seen what he was kind of like. He was a little bit stiff and didn't show a lot of personality, and so I probably was um, expecting more than I should have been from myself to try and get him to open up on our show in January. But I asked him, you know, how have you changed over the course of this? How different are you? Because you seem different with us as reporters, and I think the players would agree. And I think he really has gotten more comfortable. Remember, this is a guy he'd never been a head coach before. He's only in his second year of being an offensive play caller. He never had called plays at the NFL level before last year in Tennessee. So he's pushed a lot of the right buttons. He's done a great job of being straightforward and honest with his players. They seem to really respect him. You saw what it looked like in that postgame locker room at U.S. Bank Stadium where he's getting picked up on Aaron Rodgers' shoulders. Um, So I think he's really come a long way in terms of being comfortable and confident in himself because, as he admitted to me when we were just talking a little while ago, there were some moments where you're kind of like you don't know what to expect and then things happen that you really weren't expecting and you're thrown for a little bit of a loss when you're a first-time head coach. Excellent, Jason. Thank you very much for joining us. The Packers 12-3 and on the season, the number one overall seed uh, still at play here in the NFL. See playoffs. They take on the Lions on Sunday. Appreciate it, Jason. All right, guys. Take care. Be good.